you know, it's not hard to get a man. It's just about finding one that's actually worth being with is the challenge. Hi, welcome, welcome back to Friend Crush. I'm your host, Amber Akilla. This is my podcast where I talk about stuff and things, cute, chaotic, and critical thinking. Friend Crush is based on the idea that friendship is such an important part of your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, platonic relationships, societal, broader societal relationships, geopolitical relationships. Without mutual respect and support, how do we progress forward in society you know this is really the crux of I don't know the way that I see the world and the way that I see relationships so welcome and you can follow me on Instagram TikTok SoundCloud Spotify at Amber Akilla you can follow me and the podcast and the content series at friend.crush on Instagram subscribe to the YouTube follow the podcast. I really appreciate you tuning in and sending me messages. And like I said in the previous episode, I'm going to be answering a question per episode for the next few episodes and then see what happens, you know? So today's topic is going to be about wanting romantic connection, even though you are like being an independent slay queen girl boss (laughs) and how it's fine to want to love and be loved, but I'm going to share with you the question that I got and then my thoughts and perspectives. And like I always say, you know, this is just me sharing my thoughts, opinions, perspective. I don't think that anyone has to think the way that I think. I feel like just being able to create space for your own point of view and for other people's allows you to then better understand where you're coming from at any given stage in life and giving yourself the space to just change you know you don't have to think and believe the same things forever and you don't need to hold other people to those standards either I feel like so much conflict that we experience and that we see especially online comes from people like not being aware of how they've changed and therefore like holding other people to a past version of themselves or a past image that this person has constructed of that person, you know? And that's such like a, I don't know, not slay way to live. Um, But seems quite common, especially online now. So the question I received, I'm not the type to be boxed in by social standards, but lately at 27, I've been having a lot of thoughts about how our desirability as women in society slash Asian, Asian culture is heavily tied to our age. I've never accomplished more for myself in life than I have now. And I've always been pro solo, independent working woman, but I have my mom's, I told you so echoing in the back of my mind that, yeah, maybe at the end of the day, I do want someone to share this life with and be at by my side. I thought I'd be content when reaching my goals, finding new hobbies, investing in myself and happiness. And still I crave an emotional romantic connection. Thoughts? Well, (laughs) okay. So my response was, Thank you for sharing. You're not alone in how you feel. So it's totally normal. I'll share more thoughts in upcoming recordings. Nothing wrong with you. We're still wanting a romantic partner and wanting romance. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And maybe it's unfortunate that there isn't always an abundance of men that are worth dating. 
but that's not your fault. (laughs) So I think that as human beings, we want an easy answer. If it's not this, then it's going to be that. But most of the time, it's somewhere in between. You know, life is not just choosing between black and white, but kind of being okay with the gray area. You know, it's not about knowing exactly what's going to happen and truly feeling like there's nothing left to discover, but being open to the fact that there are so many things you can't predict that you don't know, that you just need to be okay with, you know? And I think that with, you know, the women's movement and better understanding how existing or previous societal constructs, narratives, expectations are not like fulfilling for women and just like humanity in general, there comes this idea that, okay, well, women, you know, being married is not as great as people want to pretend it is. So therefore you shouldn't be married or men don't know how to treat women with respect. So fuck men entirely. But in reality, it's like, look, marriage isn't going to be for everyone. Getting married to one person and staying together for 50 years isn't going to be for everyone. But it doesn't mean that you can't still get married if that's what you want to do. It doesn't mean that you know, you'll never be able to find a guy that's worth dating just because so many of them maybe aren't. But being, you know, I think you need to play the long game because if you don't assert your boundaries and you don't maintain your standards, then there is no standard for people to aspire to, for you to maintain, for other people to want to reach and vice versa. So I think also like we're human beings and so much of modern life detaches us from our own humanity and like our base needs as humans to connect with each other and to sort of live in or exist in like healthy communities. Like that's something that we're so starved of in person a lot of the time, I think. And then there's this idea that you can replicate it online and that's somehow better than in person. But I think both have an important place in modern life now, you know, you need to, I think online is such a great place to meet people, connect with ideas that maybe you wouldn't be exposed to just in your day-to-day life, but it doesn't mean that you forego still nurturing and creating like healthy in-person relationships around you. The two can exist in tandem and it doesn't have to be one or the other, but just this like, you know, kind of forever balancing act of figuring out what is going to work for you. And I think that's definitely the harder path to take because it's easier when you just have to pick one or the other and not figure out how to balance two different things. And I think that it's similar with career and romance. You know, if you aren't having a lot of luck in your romantic life, then you just think I'm just going to dedicate all my energy to my career and like never be in a relationship If you aren't having much luck in your career, you can think, well, maybe working and having a career isn't for me. I'm just going to put all my energy into a relationship. And I don't think that we always think about these things in conscious ways. It's very subconscious, the way that we might sort of accidentally get into these predicaments or into this kind of like extreme thinking. But I guess becoming aware of it, as I like to say, is what gives you the privilege of choice to then make more intentional decisions, which is 
easier said than done also. But yeah, the thing is, is that you don't have to forego romance in order to have a career. But I think that it can be difficult to meet guys who understand that women can do both because I think a lot of men see examples or have been raised in situations where it is one or the other. Like they were raised by a single mother who worked and wasn't really in any romantic relationships. So they think that women who are very career driven don't have space for romance or they are raised in like a two parent home where the woman has completely forgone working in order to maintain the household and take control of like domestic duties. And then it's like, well, you're either in the home or you're not in the home kind of thing. You're either like able to maintain this relationship with a man or you're just not in a relationship at all. And I think that also affects women too. And that's like a huge generalization because of course there's like other things that exist in between and you can definitely change like your point of view and your kind of like ingrained or like subconscious beliefs um, that are different to the way that you were raised, but it takes time for people to do that. 27 is also really young. Like, and I feel like now because of the way that we want romantic relationships to be about emotional connection and being able to like create a healthy emotional space this probably means that most of us are going to experience that at later stages of our life because I think that like your mid-20s early 30s is a very big like figuring out period for most people some people just kind of like dive into relationships and like all these long-term commitments long-term commitments before they've even begun to scratch the surface of their subconscious and like any traumas that might have shaped their point of view that might, you know, hinder their progress. And I just think that you can dabble and entertain romance when you're young, but you don't need to feel like without it, you're nothing because I don't know. I just don't think it's like aspirational to be in like committed relationships when you're young, if it's not healthy. It's not that I'm not open to love, but I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like, I can find joy and satisfaction in so many other things that if love finds me, I'll embrace it. But if it doesn't, that's okay. It will come eventually, you know? There's always men that want to waste your time as a woman. That's that's a blessing and the curse, you know. It's not hard to to get a man. It's just about finding one that's actually worth being with, I think, is the challenge. But you don't need to force it because you don't want to have to force anything in life, really. Like, you want to put in effort and do your best, but you don't need to go beyond that line into trying to control things that you can't control, being okay with that unknown, being okay with the gray area, being okay with the things that you can't predict. And I think even if you decided not to prioritize your career and you decided to prioritize being in a relationship or finding a relationship, once you're in that relationship, 
then you're going to start getting the itch to want to work on your career or then you're going to want to do something else. And that's okay too. That's part of human nature. So when you're aware of that, you can better manage your expectations instead of thinking that there is some kind of destination. Like when I have a relationship, then I'll feel good about myself. When I have this achieved in my career, then I'll feel good about myself. I think that we're constantly trying to delay happiness or think that happiness is conditional. And one of the hardest things to do is to find joy in the present moment or to just be present. And of course, like there are so many things that can get in the way of that. And there is a certain degree of privilege, but at the same time, it seems disconnected, but it's also connected, like being able to create some separation between you and the media that you consume social media, news media, whatever, because when you're actually present in your day-to-day life, or at least when I'm actually present in my day-to-day life and I'm just like walking down the street, looking around me, I'm not being like visually assaulted with everyone's sort of like curated highlight reel. I get to see like real people living in the real world. And there isn't a need to like compare myself or determine my value based on these like superficial metrics that social media projects onto people. And it can be very difficult to separate yourself from that. But I think that taking some time every now and then to do so can really just ground you because everyone's journey and path in life is actually going to be different. Like that's what makes being alive interesting. The fact that you don't really know what's going to happen. The fact that You're going to meet people that are your age, that are younger than you, that are older than you, that have their own story to tell and you can share and learn from each other. If everybody was the same, then what would be the point, you know? But we're made to think that being the same is going to make us feel better when in reality it makes everything quite boring and then you're at risk of repressing your authentic self in service of something that doesn't even make sense for you, you know? Crazy, isn't it? So I feel like it's fine to want to be in a relationship and at the same time, it's also important to be okay with being alone. But being alone doesn't mean that you're disconnected from other people and that you isolate yourself. It just means that you're taking time to reflect on who you are and what you want and the direction that you want to go in. And you're taking the time to like integrate parts of yourself that maybe you aren't aware of or maybe are uncomfortable for you or maybe you have been conditioned to think are like bad or wrong. Just being able to create space for that, again, gives you awareness, gives you the privilege of being able to make more intentional decisions. And I think that it also allows you to become more empathetic of other people. And that's difficult to communicate or to present to people in like a very neat and packaged way. You're not going to be able to tell that from someone from their social media presence. You're not going to be able to tell that from someone just by like seeing them on the street, I guess. It's interesting how like different conversations lead you to understand people in better ways that you might not expect. And Yeah. I mean, dude, 27 is so young. You have your whole life ahead of you. Think about how, like, I always get questions about, I think about 
the questions that I get from so many girls in their like mid to late 20s about how they feel like they should be settling down. And of course, like every now and then that thought might come up for me, but I'm still like quite happy with the life that I have. And I don't think that my life would be better if I was in a committed relationship right now. And it doesn't mean that I wouldn't want to be in a committed relationship if I met the right person, but I don't want to just pursue that for the sake of appearing like I have value in the eyes of people who would deem a woman valuable just because she could be in a long-term relationship or something. Like, who the fuck cares? It's also crazy because, like, one of my friends, I took photos of her and her husband for her wedding at like the end of 2021. And I caught up with her very briefly this year when I was back home in 2023. And I kind of like asked her how her husband was doing. And she said, yeah, you know, he doesn't really seem that happy at the moment. Or maybe he's like struggling with his job, but she's like really enjoying her job. And then like he came up again and I was like, oh, like when was, when did I take photos for you guys? Like when was the wedding? Was it a year ago or two years ago? How long has it been? And she was like, honestly, I don't even know if we're going to make it to the next year. Just being married doesn't remove problems from your life. It doesn't guarantee happiness and satisfaction within that marriage. It's like the idea that all of these superficial markers are going to make us happy. I just saw like a TikTok about this really huge creator who had like scaled her business to seven figures. And then she was like doing all these talks considered this, like, I don't know, pioneer. And then recently she apparently has decided to take like a open-ended break or sabbatical from social media because she realized that she was pursuing things that she thought that she had to, but she wasn't actually satisfied with. She was getting a lot of external praise for it, but she wasn't feeling fulfilled in her day-to-day life. That's why I think it's so important to not compare yourself to other people or to not think that other people's diagnosis of what's going to make you happy is necessarily the right thing because you just never know what someone's going through. They don't even know what they're going through until after most of the time she wasn't aware that like her pursuit of these things that were getting her so much praise weren't actually going to satisfy her until she got to a breaking point and was like oh my god I'm so unhappy you know so I think that that's not to say that someone like not realizing that makes you a bad person or like whatever whatever it's just that you really don't know what other people are going through you just have to focus on what actually brings you joy. What, how can you be hot and have fun in a way that's like sustainable for you? Because not everything needs to be scaled. Not everything needs to be expanded. But of course, like the society that we live in prioritizes all of these things and makes it seem like that's what will make you happy or what does give you value. But it's just not true. And it's a difficult balance to strike because it seems easier to just like either blindly pursue or like blindly boycott, but it's about finding the balance in between that works for you, that gives you a sense of fulfillment. Because what I actually consider a marker of success is like just being able to make a positive impact on people's lives, even if it is on a really small scale, which is why I really appreciate people who take the time to like message me and tell me that they've gotten something out of what I do because it's just like something that I do. It's not something that I think about doing 
because I'm looking for like clout or anything. I just genuinely want to be able to share and work through my thoughts and then also do it in a way that might help someone, you know, and I feel lucky that I've been able to do that even on a small scale. Yeah, I think that when you let go of those external things, being the reason that you are allowed to be happy, you kind of free yourself, realizing that there's different seasons in your life, you know, for the person that sent me this question, being in their like pro solo, independent, working woman era is where they've been and where they're going next could be girl boss in a loving relationship, you know? And then maybe it's like girl boss experiencing heartbreak before the next loving relationship. You can have everything you want, but not always at the same time. I would rather have like a sense of self, an independent sense of self developed before getting into serious committed relationships rather than coming out of serious committed relationships and then trying to figure out who you are. Like that is really, both are a challenge, but the the latter seems like so much more difficult than the former to me. And you're allowed to love and want to be loved. You're a human being. You need to play the long game when it comes to maintaining your boundaries and your standards because women underestimate the amount of power they have in these like heteronormative interactions. Men will rarely admit that you have the power to your face, but they always talk about how the woman has the power behind their back. You know, I've spoken to so many dudes and they always tell me that, you know, they fall in love with their partner because of the way that they, not like they make it a challenge for the guy, but because it wasn't so easy to get them. You want a guy that's like, wants to invest time and effort into getting to know you and being with you. And I think that you find that when you're not in this like self-judgment, self-shaming, self-critical mindset, and it's okay if you're in that place, but when you realize that you are, you can start working your way out of it. And just like, you're like the most attractive when you feel the most connected to yourself and connected with the present moment and connected to the things that bring you joy and not like clinging onto this idea of needing to be desired. Desirability as women being tied to our age, I feel like that is starting to change. At least for me, like a lot of the content that I see is celebrating older women, older women, just women in general of any age that are doing what they love or in the public eye in a way that's authentic to them and showing how like you don't need to be 24 to be successful or to be desirable. You can maintain your authenticity throughout any stage of your life, which therefore translates into your desirability. And also like desirability is such like a fickle, fleeting, ephemeral transitory thing to be attached to like I think what makes people really attractive is authenticity you know being true to who you are saying what you mean doing what you say having integrity and congruence in those things and being empathetic towards yourself and others I think that that is what is attractive and that's what people respect you know desirability 
is not inherently connected to being respected. Like I have said in a previous episode, like being hot is not the same as being respected. It's kind of like meaningless at a certain point to just be considered desirable to a mass group of people because it doesn't mean that they give a shit about what you have to say. It doesn't mean that they would treat you with respect if they were given the opportunity to. So it doesn't mean that you don't want to be hot and that you don't want to be attractive, but you want to be attractive and respected. And being respected takes a different set of skills to being desirable. That's the tea, honey. Speaking of tea, what tea is this? Rubus, rooibos, rooibos tea with honey in my glass cup. It's a bit hot though. Yeah, like I want to be respected, not just desired because just because people desire you doesn't mean you desire them. What's the point? You know, you can profit off it for a little bit. You can enjoy the ego stroke, but it can't be the only thing that you strive for in like the way that people perceive you. You know what I mean? So those are my thoughts. It's okay to love and want to be loved. You're a human being. Different phases of your life for different things. You know, I am in my like single era right now and I love it. And I know that I'm going to meet a man who's going to want to waste my time and I'm probably going to fall in love with him and we might have a really good time. We might be together forever. We might not. It just is what it is. But I'm not focused on like finding that person right now because I'm just enjoying my life as it is. And... I think that's going to be true for so many people, that kind of journey. Unfortunately, we can't predict the direction our lives will go in, no matter how much we want to. We can set goals or we can be intentional or have like an idea or we can want to work towards things, but you never really know how it's going to unfold. And if you did, it wouldn't be that fun anymore. And you wouldn't learn that much either. And I guess for me, I think that it's more important to be able to like you know, learn and experience things, even when said things are a little bit fucked up, but that is really how you grow, you know? So I'm proud of you for being a slay queen girl boss. And it's okay that you still want to share your life with someone, you know, you're a person. And it doesn't mean that you need to be actively pursuing it because I just think it's so difficult to predict like who you're going to meet and maybe fall in love with or have a connection with. It's this thing that we want to control the most because it is because it's also the thing that we like can control the least, you know, that's just humans being humans. It's okay. You can have both. You don't have to give up investing in yourself, enjoying your hobbies, spending time with your friends in order to be in a romantic relationship, I think oftentimes we are made to think that it has to be one or the other. And asserting your boundaries is letting the people that you get involved with know that you're important to you as well as this person is and that relationship is. You shouldn't have to choose between one or the other. There are people that are going to honor that and respect that. And there are going to be people that don't. So that's why it's important to stay true to yourself and to take the time to develop an awareness of where you're at, where you're going so that you can be intentional. Easier said than done. Okay. Easier said than done. I'm going to remind you. Even for my friend who was like thinking of divorcing her husband, 
She's like, I don't want to make a rash decision. I told him, I used to say that, you know, anything that we, any challenge that we come across, we will go through it together. We'll work through it together. But now I just don't want to have to work through anything anymore. I'm, I don't want to work through it. I just want to enjoy my life. And that's tough. You know, she doesn't want to make a decision that's like too impulsive, but she also doesn't want to stay in a situation that doesn't make her feel supported and excited. Tough. But that's life. I'm sorry. I don't have any answers that could just make all our problems go away. If I did, I would tell you. (laughs) But, you know, that's what we're here for, to just sort of like discuss, understand, realize that we're not alone in this experience and encourage each other to just like do our best. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Follow me on Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube, leave a comment, etc. etc. Let me know your thoughts and feelings. I love receiving feedback. I love receiving topic suggestions. I really appreciate people for tuning in and letting me know they listen to the podcast, letting me know that it's had any kind of impact on their life. It literally blows my mind that that's even a thing. And yeah, I look forward to seeing what happens with this in the future, I guess. Drink lots of water. Tell your friends and family that you love them. Go be a better person. Stay hot and having fun. I'll speak to you soon. Love you.